Season 1, Episode 17, The Rounder Report. And today we are doing It's News to Me, Episode 2. two. That's news to me too. Oh. Um, it's the, so It's the first and last time I'll ever be able to say that. Well, yes. This is true. Uh, although, uh, mm, yes. Mm. Anyway, welcome. Welcome to That's News to Me too. Um, and uh, where Mel and I, uh, in the space of just 10 minutes per subject, uh, scrutinise, drill down. It's a load of bollocks in there. Yes, yeah, just on. to have our opinion uh, on on the order of the day. So I thought um, uh, uh, the first topic up today for our ten point scrutiny um, is going to be uh, what rules? How do we basically deal with? Um, Trans sports people wanting to compete. Don't start the timer. In um, competitive sport, and uh, uh, how do we resolve this issue? So you've got ten minutes, and I've got a little uh, timer here. So be warned, there will be an alarm at the end of it. Um, here we go. So what do you reckon? We shouldn't allow trans athletes to compete. Full stop. Finish. You can't, you, can't, you can't say that. You can. You can. You can finish the time Well, no, 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 no. Obviously, it's a subject that's a bit. Uh, yeah, we resolved bit, it. Well, we haven't really resolved it. Yeah, Why shouldn't they be allowed to compete in sport? Because there's a genetic, this incredible genetic advantage, specifically when it's trans women competing in women's sports. So. You mean trans men? What comes trans women? Right. Okay. I just want to make sure the terminology is right. Well, I think that's sort of a bit on a little bit. I can understand Simon. Let's put it this way. Yeah. If you Shouldn't you still compete in their own sport, what their original this is, this Simon? Is, this is not my point. Right. If you were to claim you were a trans woman tomorrow and decided to go and compete. Amateur boxing, and you came up against a woman of a similar physique to you. Yes. Now, who's going to win that fight? You or, or, or the biological woman who's standing opposite you, who might have a similar frame, similar weight? Who's winning that fight? Well, I don't know. Don't to be know. fair, she's a Big old brute. No, no, no. Uh, similar frame, similar size. Well, yeah. Well, she, she, she might be a better boxer. If a similar size and similar weight. You think that you would lose. That's all I'm asking you. Are you losing that fight? If you tell me yes, then we'll continue the conversation. But, that I'm losing that fight. As a trans No. Person. No. You are you become a trans woman tomorrow. So I turn into a woman. Yeah. So you're you're by all intents and purposes, you yeah. are now a woman. Yes. Same frame, still for the same physical attributes. Yes. Just no knob. No, you haven't necessarily 
Oh. Gone, gone that far. Oh, oh, okay. You don't have to have gone to, to that. So point. what? What there is? So there's a cutoff line. There is no, no. There is no. What? What? Line. What? 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 This is what you need to be very careful a, with. Okay, this is interesting. So a what is a, what, what, what classes a trans trans woman? What stage of the process can you actually then say you're as trans? As soon as you say, as soon as you say the, the phrase. Seriously. Seriously. So you could have all your all the the but the, if you the claim that you are a woman, you are a woman, and that's that. Oh, that's a that's that's a bit sort of. So again, uh, in a boxing match, oh, that's awkward. But in a boxing match, who's winning? You as a trans woman, or a biological woman? Um. Well. Okay. I, let me answer this. Yeah. If I turn into, I've, if I've got I, an advantage. If I decide I'm a woman tomorrow. And I face up to a woman, similar height, similar stature. Just, I'm pretty certain I'm winning. Well, I think that's a, it's a bit unfair. It's I mean, not, I've come across some women in my, my it's, time it's not that, that, quite frankly, uh, uh, have scared me witless. It's, it's not unfair. If they thumped me. Because I have a physical, a physiological advantage over women, and that's it. Bone density... Uh, muscle, 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 muscle response, muscle size, yes. grip strength, yes, certain speed. facets of, of, and there's other facets, of course, where females testosterone have great, levels. Um, great women tend to have greater flexibility. Uh, I think, don't they? The men, yeah, but they still get knocked out, wouldn't they? In a no, no, I, I agree with you. I think there are so distinct if, scientific if, advantages. You're if, if we, right. if we. Yeah. If we if we base it on uh, athletics, yeah, don't take too many balls. Nine hundred ninety-nine times out of a thousand, a man is going to win that race because they're faster and stronger. Maybe if you go to gymnastics, it might be different. Yeah, well, okay. Because a woman has Look, a woman has attributes I, which 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 are more advantageous to... Uh, I'm than, kind of playing... I'm that. kind of playing a bit... Yeah, no, no, don't, though. Devil's happening. No, but you should Because I, I agree that, that I, I, obviously, they should be able to compete in sport, but yes. I also agree... But within, that, that within their is, own category... There, there is not. going to be issues about what qualifies. But then... Leah Thomas. What about in the days Leah, when the yeah. Ru- had the Russian shot putters that were... were, were on just, steroids. Well, exactly. There's all cheating going on all over the place. So. But it wasn't. But it wasn't a man pretending to be a woman. Sorry, not pretending. It wasn't. It wasn't a trans. It wasn't a trans woman competing in a woman's in a woman's sport. Mm. It was a woman or a man hopped up on the most intense drugs that that the Russian Federation could possibly try to to create to create a sporting advantage. And by God, it worked. You know. In terms of a, in terms of a pharmacologic, pharmaceutical sort of prowess, Russia were very good at sort of creating supermen and superwomen that mm. could outcompete, you know, even even the the most well trained mm. sportsmen, you know. But this this is not what we're talking about. We're talking about biological difference and biological advantage. Yes. Leah Thomas, the um, the trans woman, who is demolishing women in the pool by 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 length. And this is it's not even close. It's not even close. This is a trans athlete. That yeah. yeah. There was another there was another USC fighter. 
Her name was her name was Fox. Well, who, who entered? Who entered the? Who entered the ring? Who entered the cage? And essentially, for one fight that she had, she caved the opponent's skull in. This is a biological man. Okay. This trans, is a, trans, this is a trans, biological yeah. man. Well, you know. what do we? The, the 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 question is then: While we've got a moment or two left before that alarm knocks us out, um, how do we resolve it then? Fairly that we give therefore fairness to all parties because everybody, you know, the trans people have a right to to uh, um, express themselves. Uh, in sport, how do we therefore create something that is fair to all concerned without uh, uh, seemingly disadvantaging one or another? Well, you don't because you have to. You have to be create pra- own, You have to be pragmatic about these things and create their own sort of. Yeah. Well, we don't have to create anything if they want to have a sporting. Event, oh, yeah. then they can create yeah. a, but obviously we that community assist. can create it for we themselves. Should assist, we should assist in it, though, because it's like women's football has taken a long time to get off the ground. I mean, a lot of the success... And it's still crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's difficult for me, because I don't really like men's football. That's fine. But, uh, but, but I bet you that 99.9% of people would still rather watch men's football than women's football. You can't change that. Because men are stronger, faster, more more intense, it just looks better. It's more competitive. You can't get away from that. It's going to be popular, isn't but it? But it's different when you get to <laughs> things like gymnastics, swimming, certain certain uh, winter winter events. Yes, yes. You know where women will, yeah. will definitely match or outcompete a man. But yeah. but for the most part, for most sporting. For most sporting sort of activities, there is an, an inherent scientific, physiological advantage. advantage. Um, and the trans community, but, but by the, trans the way, community... is so small. It's such a small section of the community right, okay. that you then can't you can't pander to such a small element of the community and then offer them their own Olympics. We're talking about percent if that of the population. Yes, uh, well, well, yes. So therefore, do you then provide an entire subsection? It's a massive question, isn't it? Because as the, the, we, we, you know, we get into... Who to, else are you going to give Olympics to? Hello. Where does it begin and where does it end? You know, I'm all for equal rights. And, how, many and, trans, and, how many trans men compete in men's events? I don't know. Not many, if any. Because it wouldn't make any sense because you'd lose all the time. Uh, well, there you go. We could take up darts. doesn't really matter in darts. Does doesn't it? matter at all. No. Couldn't do Formula One, of course. See, why not? I've always wondered that. Why can't women be thought to be. Well, there, has been, there has been the odd racing driver, but you know, it's, it's, it is all about, as you but know, like there's you a did... lot of great racing drivers that can't do Formula One. Just but you... by stature. Um, there, there you go. Topic for another day. And we've got to move on, I'm afraid, um, from that subject. So, Topic uh, two. Topic two. Let's have a look what topic two was then, shall we? Um, provided by one of our sponsors. 
topic to. Um, we have a sponsor. Uh, yes, yes, we do. What? Yes. I'm not jest, of course. Oh. Sauce. We are. We are. <laughs> we are. We are. Right, sponsor. You mentioned. You mentioned in the last uh, this last week that for one uh, top particular topic we'd had. Um, um, uh, uh, what six thousand downloads? Yeah. Oh, and there you go. You see, so that's more than the three listeners that we thought. Or did the same three listeners to it in disbelief have to listen to it <laughs> two thousand times? Two thousand times, please. Anyway, subject number two: Is the British worker the laziest in the world? So I'm just doing with the uh, the, the, the no. preamble. Uh, otherwise, it'll cut into the ten minutes. Charlie Mullins, I saw him on television yesterday, very difficult to look at. Um, he's retired now. Get on you know, with it. And sold Pimlico plumbing. Uh, oh, they yeah, are, little advert. Um, intimating, and he was agreeing with Liz Truss's comment that was written in a book 12 years ago that the British workers are the laziest in the world. To which, of course, Truss has refuted that she wrote it, uh, that this particular chapter was written by her co author, Dominic Raab. Presumably not because she was too bone idle to write it herself. Yes, so there you go. Are the British workers lazy as well? And we'll start for the 10 minutes. Starts now. So. Yes. <laughs> oh, it kills me, mate. It fucking kills me. Yeah, I spend hours researching this shit. Um, and he just goes, yes. Is it, that, is it that unfair um, to, to suggest that? Mm. You know, essentially... Well, let me give you a little statistic. Last year, for example, there were some 3.8 million working hours um, completed by the uh, people of this country that were unpaid, either overtime or other 3.8 or 3.9 million hours. So... Um, why and why can Liz Truss get off on saying? Uh, I think I'm thinking of retail workers that are at it until seven o'clock every flaming night and have to go in on a Sunday. The question so is who? The question is who are, are the are pre, British workers? Pre-COVID, pre-Brexit. What percentage of the population? She wrote twelve years. What, twelve years. Okay, ago, fine. Ten years. That's ago. fine. But what what percentage of the population? were foreign migrants doing menial, low-paid jobs. Well, the, job, the jobs that the British public were really not keen on doing. Well, British workers include all... all um, no, 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 no. All manner of people from all over the world no, no. that have migrated here no. over decades and decades no, and indeed no. generations. So, I, don't, I don't think it was that, so, and, I don't think it was that nuanced. Well, I think, I so think British I think, workers are the laziest in the world. In my opinion, she was focusing more on How can she say the that? indigenous British population as opposed to European migrants, migrants from Asia and, and, well, and such countries. People who are um, you know, um, British, they're all British, um, that work really hard. When you go to a corner shop that's open from one end of the day to another, they're British. Uh, they're British Asians, but they're British. And they work and work and work 
to, to look after people like us who run out of a pint of milk I, at I, seven I, o'clock I don't at think night. She needs that. Well, how can she be so naughty as to, to just naughty? This would work, isn't it? Naughty. How could she be so? Uh, I mean, this is I think ten I think and twelve it, years ago. I think it was a nuance to term. endorse something. She didn't. She didn't mean. If she didn't want it, she, she endorsed didn't, it. She didn't mean Eastern Europeans. She didn't mean Asians yeah. of, of 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 all of all manners. Well, she meant she. Me, I, I'm making a presumption, based based on what I read. Okay. I think she meant the indigenous. Right. British population, not European migrants. What do you not, think she meant sort of, when she said that the... the and the, she is not... I mean... Nicola Sturgeon uh, was... Uh, yeah, should be ignored. Um, uh, what else did she say about her or something? I don't think she's time. necessarily potentially... It was said badly, but I don't think the intention was wrong. I mean, if you're going to you allow... see where I'm coming from, I do. I do. It's do. like she's saying something. Again, well, she seems to engage her mouth, and obviously, ten, twelve years ago, she engaged it with the pen. Well, or she approved of what yeah. was being written because she was the co-author. Uh, what, what, on what basis can she say such a thing? I've got to say, Britain, Britain has been a uh, a great success in the world for for in uh, the last couple of hundred uh, years or so. Uh, could we have done that off the back of being bone idle? There are a lot of British citizens that would refuse to do certain jobs because they believe it's below them. Right. Well, that might be... That foreign workers have stepped in to the breach to do exactly those jobs, which the British, which a section of the British public wouldn't want to do mm-hmm. and felt that, you know, in terms of, okay. in terms of benefits... Available, okay. you know, the ah. offset. The offset to that wouldn't be worth. Wouldn't be worth going to. A so job. it's not the people's fault for being lazy. It's the system's fault for not creating a situation where I would argue that the vast majority of people would sooner have that routine and go to work to earn their money, but not to be worse off. Uh, uh, and the, yeah. uh, so. That's not the people being lazy. That's it's it's the, a bit of people being lazy. Yeah. There's an element of that, surely. Well, I don't necessarily think so. If the system's stacked, um, uh, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are habitually lazy yeah. people everywhere in the world. Let's be about right. It's, um, you know. Um, well, the question is: Did she say British people are lazy, or all British people are lazy? Well, because if she says British the people, British are lazy, worker, well, then she's are amongst the laziest in the world. Well, then she's not necessarily wrong, then is she? Well, because not. some of the British public probably are some of the laziest. Yeah, but that's only some. But yeah, she okay. she generalised. She didn't, though, did she? Well, she did. She didn't say. Well, she was doing a no, big box, little box. But she didn't say all British workers are. Well, she implied it. No, she didn't. She's... She said the British worker. Oh. Not all British oh, workers are. Well, which British worker then? Well, that's I mean, if she's not prepared to say all, uh, and she's go. only prepared to say some. So she is, needs to point out. This is literally a story of teacup. Liz, come on. So, what exactly did you mean? That's the point. Mm. Which British workers? Exactly. Yeah. It's a bit of a. You can't go around. She, she yeah. does this. But so, she's not that stupid, then, is she? 
Well, she's actually said they're British worker, and so it could mean some of them or it could mean all of them. So what she said is actually quite smart because she's managed to dig herself out of what could have been a really horrific hole because it's everyone to surmise what it is that she means. Well, yeah. The thing is, she's about to win the leadership challenge, uh, which just actually goes to prove while she's been digging herself out of the small holes, she's been creating one giant one, which she's actually choosing to jump into. That's well, that's another topic altogether, yeah. isn't it? So what's your view then? Well, I'm, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think that's bang out of order. I, uh, I mean, I think that I don't disagree with you. There are some elements of... Uh, of, of society and British worker that just by the systems that they work in are almost encouraged to be lazy you know been, um, uh, and service. I don't want to, 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 to go far. well I don't know how they were but I, I do know how, how how some local authorities work and they go out and do a particular job and they've got a, I, I know somebody who worked on the railway said exactly the same thing oh no we've got to spin this job out for the entire day you know it's like oh so it's beyond you then to sort of get on with the job at a normal pace and then maybe do another job. Um, you know, that's the thing. I can't. When I was a young man, I had two jobs. I used to work like crazy in the morning because I was on piece work and what have you, and get done, which meant the day's work was done because there was, you know, and then I could take in outdoor work in the afternoon. What was the outdoor work? Oh, it was just something like, uh, it was for a clothing factory, so it was the called drawthrough, and pulling the nylon out of the, 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 the trimmings that are needed for garments. Outside? Only did they could do that at home on your iron. Oh. You know, as long as your fingers were covered in plasters, otherwise your fingers would be on the floor. Um, and, you, you know, so it seemed to me that uh, you know, they could go and then start another job. But um, So I think there's certain... Stratas in in employment that you're encouraged by the system that's in place to not be welcome. It's like the cleaners that come to this building. I don't ever see anybody moving with any speed or any gusto, any intent. Do you know what I mean? That's right. Why don't you go down and tell them to work a little bit faster? Um, <laughs> well, I did get one the sack because I, I photographed him going to sleep in the back of his motor. Um, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, we're paying to have the cleaning. I'm not paying for him to have a kip in the back of his motor. Really. So you got him the sack? Well, I mean, I didn't. Ladies and gentlemen. Indirectly. Simon Randall. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't we were paying. I mean, just taking the effing piss. There's somebody out there that wants the job is willing to do a, nice, a good job, you know. Um, it's the same. I'm sure you've driven down the motorway and driven so in the where, where one lane or two lanes are cordoned off for about five miles, you know, for for road, works, motorway yeah. maintenance, uh, and all you see is bollards and you don't see an, a soul of a human being actually doing anything. Well, that's what you get for driving down the motorway at two in the morning. Well, I mean, two in the morning. When do you mean? During the day. Well, there you go. Um, and thus ends... Topic two. Topic two. I don't think we really got anywhere with that, do you? Well, with that yeah. one. I think we're not really in agreement. Well, you no, think no, they're no. a bunch of lazy bastards, and I think some of them are lazy bastards. 
None of us at all. And, and Liz Truss should have been more exact on whom. What she meant, yeah, that, that's for sure. She meant, and what she meant, rather than just simply bang, blaming Tommy Rob for that chapter, <laughs> which she must have endorsed. So topic number three, for our ti- final 10-minute slot. So having been roasted in the sunshine of the great British summer, and obviously for me personally in France last week, um, with wildfires raging, crop failure and drought conditions, host pipe bans and to boot, uh, should Britain and elsewhere for that matter be doubling down on our efforts to reduce carbon emissions? And, uh, you know, is this now going to this current drought, the current situation this summer, and how that will actually tack into inflation? food inflation going forward. Um, do you think that now might add as a spur to uh, ever faster change? Because it, it, it uh, looks pretty irrefutable. Now, we've had a new record here of 41 degrees. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? Ten minutes. Climate change is not man-made. And this is just a an unusual period, as we've had before. I believe 2006. But not 41 degrees. Not 41 degrees. It's still pretty hot. No, 1976. I wasn't alive. Not, not 41 degrees. About 36, 35. Yeah, okay. So you don't think climate change but is... But then right. I also went to Morocco in 98 and he had 46 degrees. Yeah, well, that's you not know. unusual in Morocco. And I dare to say now Morocco is probably sitting at about 49. Is it? I think they've had really hot, hot, hot conditions. I've... I mean, it certainly broke records in France and it's broken records all over Europe. Uh, it's broken records here. Uh, seems seemingly broken records in the states. So um, is is it not time that we we you know seems as though there's well obviously maybe you're no more convinced today than you were. A maybe maybe the sun is just a little bit more active than it usually is. But is that not a sort of chancy uh, thing to the? Uh, uh, position to adopt or, you know, sort of hope springs eternal. Well, let's hope it's not that. Could be that. Could be that, you know. Could be just to sort of... Well, we've reduced our carbon emissions by a significant amount over the past few years. I believe England, Britain has reduced their carbon emissions by 42%. Uh, from, so then explain why... the 1990s, why... I think. Yeah, so... Yeah, so then explain why... Well, Why the environment is heating? Because there's lots of other countries in the world that have been still covering it out like no tomorrow. I mean, I saw an interesting... You know, we'll, we'll take it from this premise. If SUVs were a country, then it would be the fifth largest emitter 
of greenhouse gases on the planet. That's the nonsense. No, absolute nonsense. It's a, it's a statistic that are not not just a red. It's been by by whom and where? Oh, we're going to get into that one. Ask Liz Trusts. You might know. That's loaded. That's loaded. Crap. That's absolute nonsense, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, uh, over these... The greatest emitter of carbon Over dioxide, these things, she's been emitting a lot of <laughs> greenhouse gases. The, the, the greatest emitter of carbon dioxide is the sea. Okay. You mentioned and this And the sea, as the sea warms, it emits more carbon dioxide. But it also doesn't... The sea grasses and things actually consume carbon dioxide from the sea. Yes, like all forests and woodlands and trees and... Yeah plants and all the rest of it but then when we start so, cutting down huge and huge swathes of forestry and all the rest of it that also doesn't help our situation ah so it didn't climate change therefore is my mate no it's just one element of but therefore it's partly man-made there are other stats that show that man-made climate change might, might account for only about two and a half percent of the global output right two and a half percent now, if you're trying to tell me that if those stats are accurate, even if they're inaccurate, even if it's only, even let's, let's call it 5-10%, you know, of, glo- of global output, even if that's the case, our maximum 10%, let's call it, would have minimal impact. As in human race? Yeah. Or at this country? Yeah. Human race. The human race is... The account, they say one stat equates to around 2.5%. Who 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 who, who uh, did that study? Who was it funded by? God knows, by scientists. I'd have to have a look. Oh, ask Liz Truss. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but, like, but it's like scientists that work for the government panels. Even scientists that work for government panels are urged to deliver a set of results right. that sort of are on the side of what's required for global for global policy. If global policy is to reduce carbon. Now, the latest one is no longer carbon, it's nitrogen. So now we're supposed to massively reduce levels of nitrogen, which affects farming, because obviously farming I've heard creates a this. lot of nitrogen. Yes, I've heard about this. Right, with all of the um, yeah. Nether- farmers in the Netherlands, yes. who are some of the most advanced farmers on the planet. They produce food promote for, I think, 65% of Europe. Right. Foodstuffs are processed from, from Holland. Right. Between Holland and Spain, we get most of our food. Okay. Right? So if now you're trying to tell a farmer from the Netherlands to stop farming because it's bad for the environment, where do we get our food from exactly? So what happens there? So So no so you know, the, the, the four elements you know, that the universe oxygen, is created from nitrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, hydrogen, hydrogen carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide. The, these are the building blocks of the universe. Correct. So now you're trying to tell me... Well, nitrogen, that carbon, the soil needs nitrogen. But now you're trying to tell me that carbon and nitrogen are the things that are going to kill us. Well, it's the balance of the... the, 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 the gets a little bit out of balance, but if, you, if the science is accurate... Our air is yeah. 72% nitrogen. Yes, I know. So why per- would you reduce nitrogen? 4% oxygen? Something like that. So why would you want to reduce the nitrogen levels that are being emitted when that's what we breathe? So are we running planet- out of oxygen, maybe? Are we running out of oxygen? We'll find that soon enough. No. Because we'll all be dead if that's the case. But then 
you use CO2, lots of things have CO2. We've so, this, talked about this before. Even your humble bag of crisps is yeah. full of CO2 because otherwise there will be a pretty mess at the bottom of the bag. Yeah. They, they, can't, they can't manufacture CO2 fast enough yeah. to meet demand. Right. That's one. That's one thing. Which but there's is why too there's much of it in the environment. There is, no, of... there's not too much of it in the environment. There is there. Right. Because it's what it's what the universe is made from. Well, so do you think then it? The, the, if there was too much, there if, must be wisdom in not we, cutting trees we, down. If we, and, yes, and, and, and planting because it's part of it's part of the biome and preserving things rather than. Yeah, it's for oxygen production. Yes. Okay. So if, it's a very if, different. If, if plants consume carbon dioxide and emit oxygen, and us as part of the animal family, let's call it, you know, emit carbon dioxide, which then feeds plants, it's part of a biome, it's part of a system. Right. Okay. Okay. The same way the sea releases certain, yeah. certain chemicals yeah. and it actually sort of. Intakes other the way that vegans release a lot of methane, but there, but there's a natural there's a natural balance. If you start to remove too much of one, too yeah. much of one, you create an imbalance. So really, then you see the, the the we're looking down at it through the wrong end of the telescope. We should be not using fossil fuels because it's just number one. It just doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. And, and yeah. Yeah. it makes and more sense to look. We should other be forms. encouraging the planting of trees and not chopping them down and perhaps compensating countries like Brazil for the gap that that would create in their economy uh, and making sure that we don't pump sewage into the sea, dump plastics and all the rest of it. Half of the south of England you can't swim in the sea because apparently there's yeah. there's so much sewage in the in the water in particular that you shouldn't be swimming in the sea and they've actually got... Charming. Charming. So I've always noticed, you know, it's the only time I can really get into a good stroke swimming when, I, when I'm in the water. And that's when I'm swimming along and all of a sudden I see a floating turd. And suddenly I turn into Mark Spitz in the other direction. When have you ever... When's well, it happens when you're on, sometimes when you're on holiday. Again, what sort of weird places do you go to? Don't go to any weird, weird places, mate. Where poo um, floats past your head. Mate, I went to India and we went on this trip to a place called Paradise Island. <laughs> and I kid you not, we were, the boat sort of was taking us around. We were going dolphin watching. I don't remember seeing us, I think. No, I don't remember seeing a fucking dolphin throughout the whole time. So it was a bit pointless. Peering into the water to try and see something. There was nothing. But what I did see as we neared the the jetty of Paradise Island is uh, an arse facing into the sea. And, uh, yeah, uh, and really, yeah, chopping a bit of a mega turd. And if I'd have been swimming in that water ten minutes later, it'd have been it'd have been like passed by a German U-boat. You know what I mean? So it does happen. Because the human beings are one of the few animals that foul their own water supply. Not in Saint-Tropez, they don't. Not, eh? Not in Saint-Tropez, they don't. Not in Saint-Tropez, apparently. Yeah, fucking doing talky, let me tell you. Um, and on that note, of course, um, I thought today 
Right. Normally, I finish with a quote of the day. So, um, well, not with news to me, we don't. Um, well, no, but I thought it might be a little bit of an anecdote. No, no, we're not doing an anecdote. So, well, I was going to say to you... The whole point is that we keep it at 30 minutes. Well, it is. It's not. Well, it's 36 leave... minutes, isn't it? Well, of course, it was the preamble. And yeah, no, said, no, no. And, well, Thank you, everybody. Well, OK. Bye. Sob the anecdote. <laughs>